Welcome everyone, this is Sue from SJC Yoga and this is another podcast on the doshas. For those of you that have been listening to um, my kind of explanation about the doshas and how they work, it's basically your constitution. We're all different, just like snowflakes, and what is good for one person is not always good for another. Now I'm going to touch today on the vata because if you'd listened to the previous podcast, Vata is autumn. So, so autumn is known as the Vata season because it derives from the elements of space and air. So it translates into wind or anything that moves. So Vata is the energy of movement and the force that governs all biological activity. It's often called the king of the doshas since it governs the body's greater life force so it gives motion to pitta and kapha. So just as the wind imbalance provides movement and expression to the natural world, the balanced vata individual is active, created, gifted, and has a natural ability to express and communicate, so they make good speakers. But when the wind in vata rages, when it becomes very strong, like a hurricane, the negative qualities quickly overshadow the positive attributes that vatas have. So common signs of a vata imbalance include anxiety, depression, bodily disorders related to dryness, like dry skin, dry hair, constipation. So the qualities of vata, and this is why it's the autumn, are dry, rough, light, cold, subtle and mobile. So a vata individual would display physical and mental characteristics that reflect these qualities in both a balanced and imbalanced state. So when we look for locations of vata in the body, there are the colon, the thighs, the bones, all the joints, ears, skin, brain and nerve tissues. So vata governs anything related to movement, such as breathing, talking, nerve impulses movements in the muscles and the tissues, so circulation, assimilation of food, elimination of food, urination and menstruation as well. Vata also governs communication, as I said earlier. They're very creative, they're very flexible and they're very quick with the thinking. So when we think of vata, the key words we need to keep in mind are grounding, warming, routine. So how do we keep our vata balanced and how do you know when your vata is imbalanced? Well, of course, eating a vata balancing diet is a great place to start. Try and eat in a peaceful environment, engaged in um, quite wholesome and contemplative activities, um, spending time alone, spending time in nature. As I said before, follow a regular daily routine, go to bed early. I, uh, my partner is a vata and I can vouch for him going to bed early. Meditate daily and also do gentle physical exercises like yoga, swimming, tai chi or walking. So of course the way that vata becomes imbalanced, so if you feel your vata is high, you could be eating vata aggravating foods. Try and avoid eating while anxious or depressed because vatas will reach for something that's probably not the healthiest of choices when they're not feeling great. They can all be also become imbalanced by eating on the run, 
drinking alcohol, coffee, black tea, smoking cigarettes. Now, I don't actually know which dosha would benefit from smoking cigarettes. It always makes me laugh. And following an irregular daily routine will, um, will, will imbalance avata. So if they get something, if they have a day planned out and something spontaneous gets thrown into it, that will really uh, send them off on one. And going to bed late at night, they don't like late nights because they really like to be up early. So I must go over one of the most effective ways to support vata and that is like I've already said, a daily routine. So try to do the same things, wake up, exercise, eat meals, go to bed at roughly the same time each day. Now, it's not always possible, but do your best. And set the tone for your day by rising early. So taking full advantage of the silence and the stillness and the peace are intrinsic in the morning hours and when I can be um, bothered to get out of bed early it is a lovely powerful time especially if you can get outside. Then to calm the nervous system and awaken the tissues get grounded try massaging your skin and daily massage is a great idea you don't have to spend ages you don't have to do every single part of your body and use some nice warming oils um, like sesame. Sesame is a really warming oil. Look at things to eat like um, nuts and seeds. Don't go for raw vegetables, cold and frozen foods, as well as bitter and pungent and astringent taste. It's best to minimise light cooling and drying foods, which would be things like broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, leafy greens and white potatoes. So if you do like these kind of foods, um, do eat them in moderation. And if you're eating um, dried fruit, try and soak it first in some apple juice or something like that. So you will find during the autumn and vata season, you will want to increase your intake of food because we use energy when the weather is cold. But be careful to follow um, t- sorry to not follow fasting I know there are quite a lot of people now that fast if it works for you that's great but it's not the best thing to do when the weather changes and gets cold so what what kind of things should a vata be eating to keep them balanced or if we are one of the other doshas and we are imbalanced with the weather with the autumn we need to look at Things like apples, but cooked, avocados, bananas, dates, figs, lemons and limes are great. If you want, like I say, dried fruit, prunes or raisins, which are good for your digestive system, I suggest you soak them first. Vegetables, great vegetables that are in season, pumpkins, sweet potatoes, squash, beetroot, garlic, onions, carrots, chilies. Chilies are a great one. Um, as a pitter I have to avoid chilies but if I felt that my vata was high and I was feeling quite dry and cold and damp then I would add some chilies to balance that out. Grains, great grains, quinoa, wheat, oats, brown rice, so porridge on a morning with some nice spices like cinnamon, nutmeg, um, vatas can take cream and buttermilk cheese not too pungent milk but not cold so 
when you think of the cold weather, we want to go the opposite. So I always drink warm water on a morning rather than chilled water. If you do eat animal products, which I know a lot of people still do, it's not a problem. Vatas can kind of get away with everything in moderation. Try and keep animal protein to just two or three servings a week and try and make it the lunchtime rather than on evening because it is a lot harder to digest. You don't really want to be going to bed with something that's half digested. Oils, great for vatas with them being dry. As I said, sesame oil, it's nice warming oil, olive oil, almond, peanut oil and safflower oil. Sweeteners, um, we know the vatas love the sweetness, but try and do that in moderation. So great sweeteners are honey, uh, jaggery, maple syrup and rice syrup. Never any processed sugar for, for anybody really. So as I said about having the porridge, look at your warming spices, cloves, nutmeg, um, cinnamon. And then also look at other things like black pepper, rosemary, saffron, dill and garlic, things like that keep you nice and warm. So I think that's it for now. I could go on all day about the vatas. We, it doesn't really, whatever your predominant vata is, is overriding. However, we can get imbalanced. So you could be a pitta with an imbalance of vata. You could be a kapha with an imbalance of pitta. So using food and daily routines and massage, different oils can bring us back into balance. Because the idea in, in Ayurveda is when the body is balanced, that it's well, we've got perfect well-being. So if you've got anything like a little breakout on your skin or you're struggling with a little bit of a cold that won't move, just look at how you can bring your body into balance. Because when we create a perfect environment for our bodies, everything will thrive positively. As soon as we start putting things in there that are not great, and that can come out in lots of different ways. And vatas tend to suffer with constipation, IBS, diarrhea, all those kind of um, intestinal things that go on. In Ayurveda, we say that the gut is the second heart. It's very, very important. We believe that all disease emanates from the gut. So we want to keep that healthy. We want to keep it light and we want to keep it moving and energized. So there you go. That's Vata. And um, I think the next one will be Kapha. So that's it for now. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, you can find me on Facebook, on Susan Cowley Shaw Yoga. And I think I'm on Twitter as well, SJC Yoga. So take care, have a great day and speak soon.